You're listening to Through the Fire Podcast, where we talk about trauma, transparency, and triumph. Has a life-altering event left you confused, broken, and bruised? Guess what? You're not alone, and this is not the end. Join us as we discuss experiences with traumatic and tragic seasons, what we're learning, how we're overcoming, and how you can too. We're your hosts, Montez Dove and Cedricia Thomas, and we're talking beauty for ashes, y'all. All right, y'all, here we are again. Today, we're going to be talking about a term or word called sensitivity. So what I've been saying a lot in my prayers is that, God, I want to be sensitive to you. And it got me thinking about the word sensitive and when we say sensitivity and what that means. And so when we oftentimes hear the word sensitivity, we often think of it in a negative sense. For instance, I was told growing up by like peers and stuff, you know, when you're getting kind of like bullied or whatever by your peers, I was told that I was sensitive. And so for the longest time and for years, I saw myself as weak. It didn't take until recently when I had all of these traumatic experiences, this major health journey of me thinking that, okay, now you can't tell me that I'm strong. Now you can't tell me that I'm resilient. And so When we look at the word sensitive, it's defined here as highly responsive or susceptible, such as easily hurt or damaged, easily hurt emotionally, delicately aware of the attitudes and feelings of others. That's by Merriam-Webster. Sensitivity is defined as the quality or state of being hypersensitive, the capacity of being easily hurt, and the awareness of the needs and emotions of others. And so I really want us to pay attention to the parts of the definitions that says here, the awareness of the needs and emotions of others. That is the part of the definition that I want us to pay attention to here. So the awareness of the needs and emotions of others. And then remember that the other one said, delicately aware of the attitudes and feelings of others. So when we're talking about trauma, what I've realized from my own personal trauma experience, Ms. Moni, is that when you are going through a trauma experience, it can either make you hypersensitive or hyposensitive. So I really want to break it down for people so that we understand, okay, what is hypersensitivity and what is hyposensitivity? Now, if we were to Google these things, we actually come up finding a lot of articles on children and their sensory development and things like that. But I want to kind of change it a little bit and talk about trauma and how we can respond as it pertains to being sensitive. So this episode is all about showing us that, hey, being sensitive or having a healthy level of sensitivity is not bad. Because again, it takes us to these parts of the definitions that says, it's about delicately being aware of the attitudes and feelings of yourself and others. And it's about the awareness of the needs and emotions of yourself and others. That's the part of these definitions that I want us to understand here and really zone in on because there's benefits and power to having a healthy level of sensitivity. So to be hypersensitive means it says excessively or abnormally sensitive. Um, So when we think about the word hyper, it can symbolize above or beyond. And so we talked a little bit at the end of last year about triggers and how that can cause us to overreact. I want you to think about triggers that can cause reactions that probably fall up under that umbrella of hypersensitivity. So for me, Ms. Moni, it will be things like 
okay, if I felt like any cold symptoms or a sore throat or any aches and pains physically, that's a trigger for me. And it's like, it takes me right back there. So a cold symptom that I probably would have felt before my health journey, I'd be chilling. I do what I have to do to get rid of it, you know, but throughout that traumatic experience, when I feel it, it's like there's a hypersensitive reaction because it's almost like it takes me back to when I was extremely sick. Right. Now we talk about hyposensitive. That's defined here as exhibiting or marked by deficient response to stimulation. So hypo can be described as under, beneath, or down. So this is kind of like the opposite. So I put examples like numbness or underreacting. So we talk a lot about overreacting, but we don't talk a lot about underreacting. I thought about a word called deflecting. We hear that a lot. Sweeping things under the rug, ignoring or minimizing. These are some of the things that I thought about when I wrote down hyposensitive examples. And so again, trauma can really cause someone to be hypersensitive or hyposensitive. I want to remind y'all that being sensitive is not bad. It's all about how much. So too much of anything is bad. Too little of anything is also bad. We want to make sure that we have that healthy level of sensitivity. Men, don't y'all go nowhere either. I know y'all know we're talking about emotions this whole month. Don't go anywhere because I want y'all to take a seat, sit on down, because I actually have something for y'all in a sec. But I want to ask you, Miss Moni, what have you noticed with your trauma journey? Have you noticed that you are hypersensitive, hyposensitive, or both? Well, I'm actually both. When you were talking about hypersensitive and when you were talking about the things that you are now hypersensitive about, yeah, they relate with what you dealt with. They relate with your trauma. Right. So when I'm thinking about hypersensitive, I am hypersensitive when it comes to people and trust issues, just trusting people. So I guess around centered around people, because that's where a lot of my trauma and hurt came from. Right. I'm hypervigilant and hypersensitive when it comes to people. And right on the other hand, my hypo sensitivity would be, um, I notice also when it comes to people at times in the past, and, you know, I'm getting better now. So I would say a lot of times in the past, I would isolate myself from people as a way of disconnecting to keep myself safe. So, you know, as you were talking about that and explaining that, I could relate to both. And when you were talking about being sensitive and sensitive not being a negative thing and, you know, how important it is. And it's a good thing with the right balance to be sensitive to ourselves and also to others. It kind of reminded me of a story that I heard from Dion Sanders years ago. Dion was talking about how he was, you know, just in a bad place also in his life, just under a lot of stress and different things like that. He could remember being at a very low point. And if I'm remembering the story right, you know, he was on the verge of committing suicide. Mm. So one day he was riding down the street and I believe he was speeding. He was battling even at that time with suicidal thoughts. And he was talking about how a policeman pulled him over. And when the police pulled him over, he was just so excited to see that it was Deion Sanders. He didn't even see his distress. Mm. He wasn't even in tune or sensitive that he was in distress. And so this police actually asked him for his autograph. Wow. Yeah. 
So, you know, that story came to me when you were talking about people being sensitive and aware of what's going on with others. Yes. It's just so very important to be in tune with your feelings and what's going on with others. But I think that takes like a perfect, uh, not a perfect, but some type of skill set because normally, you know, just by nature, we're so wrapped up in ourselves and people can be just so self-centered that they don't really take a second glance at someone else and pick them up if they're off a little bit, uh, if they're not looking themselves. You know, you have to really be intentional about being sensitive to others, I believe. That's right. And so when we talk about these parts and portions of the sensitive and sensitivity definitions, it made me think about emotional intelligence because emotional intelligence is about how aware you are to your emotions and the emotions of those around you. So are you aware of your emotions? Can you control your emotions? So self-control and self-management but also can you read other people? Can you read a room? All of this is our healthy life skills and healthy interpersonal skills that we need in order to be successful, okay? When we talk about sensitivity, I want to bring this to your attention, how huge and how big it is to have a healthy level of sensitivity. And that's where the men come in because men, just like we talked about on our crying episode last year, I want to invite you into this conversation as well, because you're included. You also should have a healthy level of sensitivity. And so there was actually a video by Redefined TV, and it's called The Sensitivity of a Man by Isaac and Elena Curry. So I invite you to check that out if that is important to you or it rings a bell and you feel like you need to watch that. He said here, he said a few things. One of the things he said is that you cannot be spiritually mature if you are emotionally immature. So that one phrase alone should tell us how big of a deal it is for us to be emotionally healthy. Okay. Again, you cannot be spiritually mature if you are emotionally mature, but I can keep twisting that phrase, Miss Moni, and start inserting different words. You cannot be mature in general if you are emotionally mature. It's not just about spiritual maturity. So he gave some phrases here. He says, a man without emotional intelligence or emotional maturity cannot undergird his wife or cover his family. He also said a man too masculine to feel is no good to anyone, especially a woman. So again, just really honing in on this. And I can flip it for women, right? I could flip it and say a woman without emotional intelligence or emotional maturity cannot support her husband, and so on and so forth. So it's not just about men. I'm just highlighting men because a lot of times most men want to be seen as masculine and they have it all under control. And men, you realize that having that healthy level of sensitivity and having a healthy level of emotional intelligence does not in any way negatively affect your manhood, okay? So sensitivity, you got to take away about how this relates to trauma how it can make us either hypersensitive, hyposensitive, and how we actually want to be in the middle, right? We don't want too much. We don't want too little, but we want to have these healthy levels that are balanced out, healthy levels of sensitivity and healthy levels of emotional intelligence, okay? So hopefully you got some good takeaways from this episode. Again, we're talking all about emotions this month because we want to strive to be emotionally healthy in this new season and in this new year. And we want you to know that we're overcoming 
And you can too. Thank you for joining us this week on Through the Fire Podcast. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Through the Fire Podcast. You can also connect with Montez at The Poetic INSP and on Facebook as Montez Dove. You can connect with Cedricia on Instagram and Facebook at Cedricia Thomas. Be sure to subscribe to the show to catch new episodes every Thursday and leave us a comment or review. Thank you for listening and see you next week.